being at these events, the real value is the late night one sheet discussions I mentioned. It's the, hey, stuff's going on, but Ryan and I are having just a one-to-one conversation. It's the chats over lunch. It's all of that stuff. It's the interactions you get in person, those close touches that really, really matters at these events. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is a special solo episode that I'm doing, recapping our recent Winter 2023 Mastermind for Abundance, the Lake Tahoe event. I was actually able to be in attendance. Boy, what a trek. When you live in the Dominican Republic, there's no easy way to get to Reno, Nevada, other than through Charlotte, over to Dallas, overnight, the next day into Reno, and then back, it was sort of the same, to Phoenix, Red Eye to Miami, and then next late morning, early afternoon, back down to the Dominican Republic. So it was a 20 plus hour trip both ways for me out on Sunday, in on Monday, back on Thursday, landing on Friday. Uh, but always a great time. Always good to see the guys. Always good to be around uh, around anything GoBundance. And I'll tell you, I've been to a lot of GoBundance events over the years. And with new leadership brings renewed strength in the events. Matt King, got to call you out, man. He's done an amazing job since taking over of restoring what felt like it might have been lost a little bit, a bit of a cultural edge that we had in the past that was that was brought back. It was it was sort of more about the guys. It was more about the members. It was more about the tribe than it was about the speakers or whoever was on stage, which is fully, fully appreciated. In fact, one sheet evening, I saw guys going till 11, 12. Some said they went till three, four in the morning going through one sheet. So that kind of connection, you just can't, you know, you can't duplicate other than being on the ground at an event as a member and engaging with other guys that are looking to open up and share everything in their lives. So that was the event. So I'm going to do two two themes that I saw emerging over the course of the week, and then three personal takeaways that I had. So I'll share a bit of my experience in all of it, but especially in the three takeaways that I had. So setting it up, again, I arrived Monday. I had set up a podcast studio with our team, uh, Jeff Tucker and crew, Tuck Media, uh, that put together a room for us so that we could record a number of podcasts. At, at another event like this, I lined them up, man. I had like 18 podcast episodes, and it was exhausting. And I wanted to make sure I was not only attending the event and present, but that I was able to be of sound mind to interview Tom Billu, who I was able to get on stage. And I'll talk about that in a different episode. Actually, some really cool behind the scenes stuff on Tom Bilyeu. Uh, I'll do that in another episode. But so for me, I got there. I had a couple of podcasts. I ended up recording only three or four, um, but it's always fun. I love doing this. It's my favorite medium. So doing it live is a lot of fun. But then I just participated. I was there. I was part of the event. Um, and the the culmination for me personally was Wednesday evening interviewing Bill Yu on stage in front of what ended up be, probably being close to 300 men, uh, the 240 people that were there. Plus, there were some champions that came in for the champ and who snuck into the room, I guess you could say, and uh, and watched watch that interview in particular. But so here are the two themes that I saw emerge during this event. First, relationships. I wrote down relationships matter most. And that sounds kind of obvious, but what I said at a certain point, uh, personally, I, I said this in front of the whole room, was something I took away from this was, man, we're hard driven. We always want to do more. We always want to be more, especially when you're in a group where you're, you know, you're, you're hearing so many guys doing inspiring things. It's hard not to get inspired and want to jump in. But at the end of the day, man, money didn't come up. I don't, I don't remember talking about money or wealth or income or any of that 
at all. Not talking about the recession. I'm sure there were conversations about it. There was some stage content. In fact, there was a bull versus bear debate on are we are we or are we not going to plunge into a recession? But the the money and the recession and all of that really didn't come up. Guys were most interested in showing up as better husbands, better fathers, better boyfriends, better whatever it might be in the in the relationships that matter most to them. And he even said, man, like there was enough guys talking about this that I didn't find solace in the fact that I'll be honest, I've had that struggle as well. I've got these ambitions and this different life, and I've done some things maybe in the last few months that have just not been aligned with who I want to be and who I truly believe I am as a father and a husband. And what I mean is taking myself out of being that so that I could do things for other people with people that don't matter as much to me in my life, but I haven't shown or displayed that. And a lot of guys were showing up with similar stories. So I said, when I stood up toward the end of the event with takeaways for the event, like, man, I don't take solace in this room, having these struggles. Like this is something we got to work on together. It's almost like an epidemic or a pandemic of, of lacking communication in our relationships with the people most important to us. We've gotten out of balance, many of us, me included, and getting back into balance before it's too late or before something you know bad happens in a relationship is essential. That was a theme. So for those that are members, you'll get that. For those that are not members, that could make you either feel like, oh, wow, these guys are all out of balance. That's up to you to feel that way. But it's more to say, hey, look, these guys are absolutely opening up and being being very honest about where they feel they need to work most, or not even that they need to work most, but where they've gotten out of alignment with themselves as we've gone through 2022. This recession is coming. We feel there's all this stress and pressure on are we prepared? Are we liquidating bad assets so that we have capital to pounce and build our wealth for generations? Like all of that has been the theme. And I think many of us feel like I've been too into that. And I'm ignoring the things that are truly important. At the end of the day, it's our families, it's our wives, it's our spouses, our significant others, our kids, whoever, our parents, people that are closest to us. So relationships were huge. In fact, I led with that talking to Tom Bilyeu. I wasn't planning on it, but I led with that talking to him simply because um, going around the room, I was asking guys like, hey, what's been the theme? And this is what came up. And I felt the same way, relationships. So that was the first thing. The second theme that came up, and this came from a uh, Dr. Kelly Flanagan, who is a psychologist, psychiatrist, I'm not sure which, whatever one he is, um, focused on, I guess he was doing relationship, like marriage counseling at one point, but now he's focused more on, on, uh, on you know, a parent to child type of type of communication. But he talked about when when we're in conflict with one another, it's really and he had this great image of two adult frames, like frames of adults. And inside, you could see these they were facing away from each other in conflict. But inside, you could see the little child inside of them reaching out, trying to connect and how we just we, we get lost listening to that inner child. Like when we're pouting or we're angry or whatever, it's really just our inner child that we've built a protection system around our ego in particular in order to protect from, you know, the world and and the and the stresses of the world or build ourselves up a little bit more and not feel so small, but we lose connection with that inner child. So maybe a bit woo for some, but honestly, that was an amazing talk that he gave and it opened up a lot in a lot of us. So that was another theme that came up. Within this theme, we had uh, one of our elders, one of our founders, Pat Hyben, who brought up in the, in the topic of vulnerability, something that he was feeling very vulnerable about. In fact, something he never really admitted publicly. And I'm going to leave it for him to talk about more publicly than that room. But he brought up something that really was 
for him a struggle, something he felt even like, I don't know, a little shame by. And it, it wasn't anything, wasn't anything that you might be thinking, but it was something for him that he was like, man, I, I struggle with this. I've always struggled with this. And I, I I'm sharing it with you. I've only shared it with per- people close to me, but I'm sharing with all of you because I think it can help some people who are struggling with the same thing. And he was very outward about that. So again, he can, he can touch on exactly what that was. I don't want to assume that he's okay with it, leaving that room at this point. Um, but 250 guys heard it and uh you know i'm sure i'm sure a lot of guys uh, can talk about it but that really set the table for all of us to to like anchor into vulnerability at this event like none of us took that for granted after that point in fact it felt like oh i want to jump up and share what i'm most vulnerable about because he was really really great at setting the tone and leading and that led into dr kelly flanagan talking about your inner child and that point really landing as a result so those are my two themes relationships matter and listen to your inner child. I had three takeaways. These were personal experiences for me that I got a lot out of being on the ground there. So the first was I interviewed David Green on the Tribe of Millionaires podcast. So you'll hear that episode come out very soon. And I would encourage you to listen to it highly, like mark it down. Did David Green come out this Friday? He should be coming out on one of the next few Fridays, or maybe he's already out by the time we release this. I don't know. But when he sat down at the table, it was it was like he we were just talking and then at a certain point it was just like turn them on turn on the cameras turn on the audio let's go so we we just recorded what we were talking about and we got into topics like you know how comfortable he is with the level of celebrity he has from the bigger pockets podcast how how his role on the podcast has shifted where he thinks he's going I even asked him at one point based on our conversation like dude is this a long-term thing for you can you be the podcast host for a long time and wait to hear his answer it was pretty incredible but we didn't talk about real estate not at all i mean i guess we talked about real estate in the context of limiting beliefs in the context of where his biggest fears are right now not like economically but where his inner biggest fears are right now we got deep I mean, it was a really, really deep episode. I didn't know where it was going to go. And at a certain point, maybe two thirds of the way through, I even said to him, like, dude, do you ever talk about this stuff on podcasts? He goes, no. I said, why not? He goes, well, most people just want to ask me, how do you burr a property? He's like, that's what I get. I get asked about real estate and tactical stuff. Nobody stops to ask about this stuff, what really matters to be. And he is a deep thinking fast talking. And when he gets into those deep thoughts, guys, guy, in fact, when you hear the episode, You'll probably hear, I think I might've done the intro after and said this, but I'll repeat it. You'll hear like him go off to the races and it takes me a minute to kind of catch up to where he is. Like you can almost feel, or at least I can, like, I I don't, I don't know how to navigate this yet. And then after a while, we really, we really fell in and it was just like, I forgot the cameras were there. It was just him and me. In fact, we recorded so long. Poor Bryce Stewart. Bryce Stewart came in right after him to record. He was due in on the top of the hour, but I guess he texted me while he was outside. He's like, dude, I'm here. Like 30 minutes into his time is when we when we ended. So we went like 90 minutes, David and I, on this episode going just, I mean, we got into Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We got into insecurity. We got into, um, you know, how he how he has almost lost his entire portfolio in one particular state. I mean, it went crazy deep. So Make sure you check that out, the David Green podcast. I was really appreciative of him just being open and vulnerable and talking through his experience in life as opposed to being the guy that we know of in real estate. So really, really cool. The second takeaway for me personally being there was a conversation I had with Ryan Murdoch. And it it was the conversation was great. 
but it was more, and I want to share this for those that might have never been to an event as a member or like, what's an event like? What do you do? And all that stuff. Like, this is where I really see the value in the event. So there is stuff happening in the main ballroom, right? There's people on stage, but Ryan and I found each other uh, downstairs from the venue in the in the same hotel, but downstairs from the 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 hall or the the room, the main stage, um, uh, where nobody else was, and we just sort of started started chatting, and we sat down in these like lounge chairs in this hallway, if you will, and for like the next ninety minutes to two hours, we just had a great discussion about life, about family, about ambition about what's next. He was asking me about the podcast and where I'm going with that. And I shared a lot with him, but if you don't know, Ryan, Ryan, his story is incredible, was in Maine years ago when he heard Brandon turn around bigger pockets saying he wanted to buy uh, mobile home parks. Ryan found one in Maine, sent it to Brandon thinking, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll email it to him. Brandon replied, came, bought it. They partnered together. Ryan then moved to Maui, where he's been ever since, and he is like number two at Open Door Capital. He was the first integrator at Open Door Capital, and now he sits on the board. So incredible story. He's one of our champions in GoBundance. Um, and just being able to connect with him and have a conversation about a lot of different topics, I'm not going to get into the specifics, uh, was really cool. But the point I wanted to make with that is the magic at these events are those moments. Yes, the stage content is great. And of course, you want to you consume what you paid to be there for. But really, honestly, I, I feel like sometimes I feel like sometimes you have to market what's going to happen on a stage. Otherwise, it's hard for you to think like, why am I spending money to go to this thing? But being at these events, the real value is the late night one sheet discussions I mentioned. It's the, hey, stuff's going on, but Ryan and I are having just a one-to-one -one conversation. It's the chats over lunch. It's all of that stuff. It's the interactions you get in person, those close touches that really, really matters at these events. It ain't who's on stage right now. So for whatever that's worth, I appreciate Ryan. If you're hearing this, I appreciate his uh, time taking the time sitting down with me, skipping some of the event and just diving deep on some, some uh, incredible topics. And then the last one, this was like, almost creepy. Not the guy, but how this all came about. So Chad Beeman, he's a guy that he's been on this podcast. He's been on Bigger Pockets. He's out of Omaha. He owns a championship ring company. In fact, now the largest championship ring company uh, in the country. So kudos to Chad. He's blown up his company there. And I think his wife is running it at this point. Um, but Chad Chad was like, we texted, we keep in touch. And he had a loss recently that he and I had been talking about. And, and he found me, he's like, he texted me like, dude, I, I want to sit down. Let's go have lunch or something. And I was like, yeah, great. I have time right now. So we met at the, at the pub inside the hotel. And he's like, Hey, I've been wanting to ask you, cause I'm about six months into my time here in the Dominican. He's like, I don't know if you remember my story, but I moved to Maui with my family a few years ago. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he moved back. But he did the same sort of thing, an adventure on Maui, and then moved back to the States after, I don't know, two, three years. But he's like, are you are you being present? And I was like, fuck, man. Like, no, no. How, how in the world did you know to ask that? He goes, look, man, I, I remember getting to that island, to Maui, and I went into work mode. Like, I was the guy at the beach. Yeah, I'm there but I'm on my phone or on my laptop. I, like I had to make sure an order was fulfilled or whatever it was. And we were talking about that and I'm going, holy crap, like not two weeks, three weeks before that conversation. We hadn't talked about this. Not two, three weeks before I had said to myself like, man, I'm enjoying my time in the Dominican. 
But there's too many times that I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll just take my phone to the beach and I'll work there. Like you're going to the ocean, kids and wife. Great. I'll be here. You go ahead and I'll just jump on my phone and reply to some text, like really not being present, even though I'm there physically. And it was bothering me. It was weighing on me. It was it was honestly, as I assessed it, and it's funny because Chad said he had the exact same thing. It was a level of protectionism. It was a level of feeling like, well, to have this adventure and to make sure that it goes perfectly loaded on my shoulders. Like I got to take care of everything financially and make sure that we're good and take care of all of this stuff. Like I go into like do mode or I went into do mode to make sure that we can sustain this adventure and, and, you know, come through it almost like materially in a, in a good place. Like we have the house, we've got this, we can go to dinner, we can do all that stuff while sacrificing me being present. So this goes back to that point I was saying earlier about me and many other guys feeling like, Hey, we haven't been who we want to show up as, as fathers, as husbands in the last few months. And again, fear of recession, maybe for me specifically, it's like, okay, I've got this adventure. Don't fuck it up. So make sure that you work your ass off to, to maintain this adventure, to make sure it goes unbelievably well and that you're financially ahead at the end of it. And you're, you're leveraging what you're doing here and all of that stuff. Even even to the point where it's like, I got to create content because I need the tax write-off. I want to make sure we get a tax write-off because I attract people here by putting out content, right? Like all of these things were justifications I had made to ignore my wife, ignore my kids. And it's, if God, that's heavy to say, but it's true. That's how I was showing up. Chad brought that into like crazy reality by saying, I did that. You have time. Don't do the same thing I did. So I'm, I can't tell you how appreciative I was of him calling me out, almost like he knew, almost like, look, man, we're, we're all cut from the same cloth in this whole GoBundance world, right? We're all uh, driven men who want to do the best they can for their families. And sometimes we think that means uh, being, being the best provider. And by being the best provider, I got to do shit. And to do shit, it means I got to ignore you. But this is how I love you, by doing shit. And he, he could see it. And it was crazy for him to call me out on it and then say, how can I hold you accountable on this? And like, just keep up with me, text me, remind me. But for me, I went through a massive identity shift a couple of weeks before started to, and this event really brought it home for me. Like, I, I want to be the best dad and husband I can be. I don't want to be known as the best content creator or podcaster. Like, I love that stuff. Don't get me wrong. But nowhere near as much as I love my family. And if I continue down the path I'm going, I, I risk losing connection with, or maybe even risk losing my family. Like how long are they going to want to tolerate that? Right? So that balance for me, it's again, hard to admit here, but I'm, I'm being very honest with you. That balance, and not even balance, that lack of priority that I had, or that in, improper prioritization I had, not because somebody told me I should, but because I knew inside, but I was fighting it to provide that's over. That has to be over if I'm going to be the man that I say that I want to be and show up the way I want to for my wife, my kids, and those closest to me in my life. So whew, that was heavy. That was hard. That was a lot. And I, I'm really eternally grateful to Chad for that. And when you think about when you think about these events or you think about GoBundance, you think about why people drop 10, 12, 15, $20,000 uh, to join a group like this, that's the reason. Because it's not about, 
okay, I'm in for 12.5 or 20 grand to be an elite or a champion member. And now I'm going to do business with people to make that money back. It's I'm in for an amount of money to get access to people that I can be truly, truly vulnerable with. And I could learn, hopefully before it's too late, the mistakes of others uh, from the mistakes of others or the lives of others that have gone before me on any topic financially that I don't lose family that I remain in priority with what's important to me business that I understand, you know, that it's not about how much I do. It's who I'm showing up as and who I bring in. It's the who, not how principles, all of that stuff. When it gets, when you get confronted with it and you're having people that with love and no, and no judgment saying to you, this is what we need. And how can I hold you to that? How can I hold you accountable to that? And then me saying, being a better receiver than I've ever been, thank you. And here's how I need you to, and I appreciate you doing that. That man that I've become in that regard, able to course correct, understand what's truly important to me, all of that. I credit abundance with a lot of that because I'm around other men who are equally vulnerable, no matter how much they're killing it financially, uh, equally vulnerable about where their shortcomings are. And it's everywhere. I mean, relationship was a theme, but it's not as if there aren't guys with killer relationships, but they're they're dogged in their health or they're dogged with their with their business or whatever it might be. So all of that really you get confronted with when you're in this group. For those that are just, a, it's a perfect place to say it, go to gobundance.com, fill out an application. If you're if you're not yet at the $2 million mark, uh, then fill it out anyway, because we're working on that one to $2 million group we've got some great ideas for. We got, so we got a place for you right now, but we got great ideas to enhance that place. And even still, if you're if you're still on the journey, you're just starting out. You're you know hundreds of thousands of net worth or whatever. Emerge Supercharged, my program that I partner with GoBundance, it's changing lives. And you for eight weeks for fifteen hundred bucks, you can jump in and get content, curriculum, concierge level support, and accountability, and learn how to leverage community, how to get clarity, how to build your confidence. That's literally what we do. We have a clarity phase, a confidence phase, and a community phase through the first eight weeks. After that eight weeks, you decide if you're going to stay in for the rest of the year. But join me for eight weeks. We launch every month, first Monday. Next launch is in March. Join me, and I promise you, you'll get unstuck. If you're already at the level of being in GoBundance and you haven't applied yet, you're exploring it, you're wondering about the ROI, you're in your head about being overly practical, go back to that inner child. That inner child wants community. That community is here. Other men in touch with that inner child that you're trying to get in touch with. So I would love for you to drop into GoBundance.com at any level. Just apply there, and we'll make sure your application gets to the right community so that you can then join this incredible, from Emerge all the way up through uh, Champion, this incredible group of men and women, GoBundance women, uh, that um, that we serve through the GoBundance community. So that is the big takeaways, but I don't want to be selfish. So what I did was I went in and I found a few other guys. I just scrolled through my Facebook feed and uh, Jeff and team, if we can put this up on YouTube as I read through them, that'll be great. But I'm going to share with you just a few other guys' takeaways so you get a sense. So this is from Hone. Hon Houdini Tai. It's so crazy how changing who you hang out with changes the thoughts you have. I'm lucky to hang with people who even find going to events like this valuable. I can imagine some friends saying, quote, how much does that cost? Uh, he says, F-U-X. I think that's fuck. Fuck that. Yeah, but he, he muted it. Fucks that. <laughs> you don't need that. I walk through life seemingly so fearless because I have a huge tribe of the right people around me that will never let me fail. This was one of the most important activities of my life, putting the right people 
in my life. If you're trying to become incredibly successful, you're going to have to do many things others will not understand. Do it anyway and begin by putting the right people in your life. Hashtag let's multiply. This one's from Jared Pfaff. Uh, this is a longer one, but I'll go for it. It was an incredible week learning and connection and connecting with great people in Lake, Lake Tahoe. Key takeaways for Jared, find people that hold you accountable to being the best version of yourself and call you out when you're not living up to your true potential in your relationships, marriage, contribution, adventure, health, and work. Sound familiar? When you're angry about something or someone, it means you're insecure. This goes back to that inner child. It is your job to figure out what that insecurity is and work on fixing it. It is not someone else's fault that you're triggered unless they know what triggers you and use it against you. Don't miss the sacredness of any moment, wishing it was any other way. What if the worst day of your life is actually the best day? This is often discovered later in life. The opposite of your limiting beliefs is almost always true. Try new things. You belong where you show up. Don't feel like you are not deserving. John White. You can get a good sense of John White's talk in Tahoe by going back and listening to his episode here on Tribe of Millionaires. And then Tom Bilyeu, he said, uh, he quoted, sit humbly at the feet of anyone and you will learn. Number one goal in life is fulfillment. Work hard towards your passion. Turn your potential into progress. Those skills need to serve you and others in good ways. Get clear on goals and take action. Uh, get clear goals and take action. You are often led by goals you are not aware of. This is a shorter one from Lars Anderson. He he tagged uh, a few other people. Lars is a, is a beast out of Minnesota. Go Abundance Winter Mastermind 2023 is in the books. Got to spend some quality time in the mount. Got to spend some quality times in the mountains uh, with some inspirational guys. Enjoying the Go Abundance Mastermind group in a fun new way. Each member is dedicated to evolving into the best version of themselves. And I'm so grateful to be surrounded by so much drive and consistency. Nick Stagerberg, GoBundance champion. His wife is in GoBundance Women. This week with Elaine, his wife, speaking at a GoBundance Women's conference in Sedona, I had the privilege to address GoBundance men in Tahoe. What an incredible privilege to stand before such an exceptional group of men and offer insights from our journey in life and business. Every now and then I have a day like this where I can't believe this is the life I get to live and I'm overwhelmed with gratitude. And lastly, my guy, Brian Lubin, uh, Action Academy podcast host, Go check that out. Massive open heart full of gratitude for everyone that came out here to Tahoe to the mastermind. Key takeaways, lead with open heart. Pay attention to the inner child. Leverage LOCs on business and real estate for tax. Uh, utilize scaffolding and energy to scale your life. People don't raise capital from the numbers, but from the relationships and trust. Every one of these events changes my life in some way. And from now, event number four did the same. Thank you to everyone for the kind words about the podcast. Dr. Kelly is coming on next Thursday and the life advice, wishing everyone safe travels home and massive action and momentum moving forward. So those are some takeaways from the GoBundance event from other people. And you heard mine as we went through it. I'll chat Tom Bilyeu on another episode. We'll play a few snippets from his pod, from his interview. The entire thing will not be released. That's part of the obligation contractually, but also part of the call it the sacredness of what we talked about uh, in these events. In fact, we ask these speakers to be as open as they can be, and they reply with only share a few snippets. Don't share the whole interview publicly. So, of course, we're going to honor that. That's what I got. Be sure, please, if you're if you're loving the podcast, if it means something to you, I'm going into growth mode with this podcast in 2023. Like when I think about, as I said, trying to get back in balance or priority, for me, I do a lot of different shit. I would love 
to be all in on podcasting. That's my that's my number one desire. And I feel like it's my gift. I love this medium. I love interviewing people. And if I can be all in here, it creates a lot of synergy in my life where I can be uh, 10xing, if you will, on growing this podcast or growing, growing the show, growing a podcast, while at the same time allowing the sort of the funnel below that to, to fill itself because I'm filling hopefully people up through this podcast. So I would love a rating and review. If you haven't done it already, go into iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I guess it's called, or Spotify. Apple Podcasts is where we get most of our listens. So that's preferred. And just drop a rating and review. It helps us grow the show, impact more lives, get better guests, all of that stuff. So that's my plea to you. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let me know. Drop it down in the comments on the YouTube channel. What was your biggest takeaway? If you were at the event, we'd love to hear more about but did what I say just resonated? Did you have a completely different experience while there? We'd love to hear from you. Thanks to all of you for listening. We'll see you on the next one.